I'm Kristen, and this is the Explorer in You podcast. Now, what I've discovered after visiting five continents and some amazing places is that the greatest thing standing in your way of seeing the world is what you believe is possible. I believe that travel is for everyone on any budget, and it doesn't have to be overwhelming. So this podcast is all about unlocking the Explorer in you. You'll hear stories from people who will inspire you to set big travel goals and show you how to achieve them. Let's explore. Hello, I'm your host, Kristen Quiros Bayona, and welcome to the Explore and You podcast. So if you've been listening for a while, you know that this show is all about highlighting diverse perspectives in travel. And today's guest, Kevin Lowe, definitely has a unique story. Kevin loves to travel. He has his own travel agency, and he's also blind. And when I heard about Kevin and his story, I just had to know more. I wanted to know how he traveled without sight because I just think there's so much value in understanding other people's experiences. It really helps to make us more empathetic. It can change our perception of others. And we just really learn about how other people move through the world. Now, in my conversation with Kevin, he reminded me that travel is so much more than pretty pictures that we take for Instagram. Travel is really about the connections that we feel to the place that we're visiting or to the people that we meet. And that that's often a really intangible feeling that we can't quite explain, let alone see. Now, Kevin talks about how experience the world through his other senses can be just as powerful as seeing the world through his eyes. Now, Kevin is just a ray of sunshine and his positivity is infectious. I enjoyed my conversation with him and learning about his unique perspective of the world. I hope you do too. Hi, Kevin. Thanks for being on the show. Oh, thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. So I like to start out um, asking guests to share a little bit about their story and their their background. So if you could share that with us, that'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I feel like my my story is kind of uh, kind of unique in the fact that I feel as though my my life so far has been kind of segmented into uh, seventeen year sections. And as I like to say, the first seventeen years of my life was one life, and then it kind of transitioned to completely something different. And I say that because at 17 years old, um, I was a junior in high school and was diagnosed with having a brain tumor that, you know, took all of us for total shock. It was, was nothing expected by any means. And, but, you know, everything was going to be fine. Um, you know, the, the neurosurgeon, I was going to the best in the country. Um, you know, he said, you know, don't worry about it. You know, we'll, you'll have be back to school in three weeks. Everything will be fine. And instead, um, I went into surgery October 28th, 2003, and I awoke from surgery to be left completely blind. And so that just, it kind of set forth, as I like to tell people, is it was almost like I entered the operating room and that life died on that operating room table and a new life began. And not to say that the new life is any any worse, any, you know, more sad or anything, um, but more just the fact that it would be different. And I think it's something that, you know, now it's been, it's literally been as of October of last year um, was my 17th anniversary. 
Um, so, so I've literally now been blind for, for, I was, I could see for 17 years and now I've been blind for 17 years. And, um, which I think kind of gives me like this interesting perspective on life. Yeah. And, you know, and so, so that, that's my life, um, as far as, as that goes, um, other than that, um, you know, I, I grew up, uh, traveling, uh, I was, you know, blessed as a child and, and I can see how everything kind of fits together in my big life's, you know, play in or whatever. Um, how, you know, I got to have a lot of amazing opportunities growing up as a kid, like traveling. We used to go snow skiing up in Snowshoe, West Virginia. We used to go down to like the Florida, Florida Keys boating and, and fishing. And, you know, and, and I mean, even got to go do things as, as far as, you know, going to Alaska and California and got to see some amazing things. And um, which, you know, I'm so blessed that I got to do all of that experience, all of that knowing now, you know, what I know. Life after after that happened, um, you know, it was challenging for, for a long time. Um, took me a long time to, to actually start living, living this life and in, in, in enjoying this life, because I think for a very long time, I just kept going through the motions until the day that I could see again, you know, because at that point, you know, everything's fixable. There's a medicine or there's a surgery or there's, you know, something happening. I mean, of course, you know, no one has to be blind <laughs> and, um, you know, and so, so that was, you know, for a long time, it was like that until finally I got to this point in my life where, it was like, you know what, this is my life right now. And you know what, I can still have a good life, even though it's different than it was. And, and maybe it's not at all like I, I thought it would be or dreamed it would be. But that doesn't mean it still can't be great. You have a podcast as well. And I was listening, I think, to your second episode. And, you know, you go into the story of what you just told me. What I found really moving about that episode was how much uh, hope and encouragement you were giving to others when things look bleak to continue to focus on you know, moving forward and to have hope. You seem like someone who wants to encourage others. Uh, where, where do you think that comes from? Two things in my life are huge for me. And, and I say I wouldn't be where I am today without either one. And one is my faith and my other is my family. And so I can, can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that that the type of brain tumor that I had, it was, it was a tumor that they feel as though in development, it was a, a cell or, you know, whatever went to the wrong place. So literally this tumor was a part of me from the very beginning. And I believe in all my heart that it was in my plan that God had it in my life's plan that this was going to happen to me. And so I say that I can look back on my life now and I can see where the first 17 years of my life were all in preparation for what was to come. And all the way down to the person that he made me with the personality of, of being this, this kid, I was always, I was always just this positive kid. And, you know, just, you know, as I always said, you know, I'd rather be smiling than crying. And, you know, and, and just always that, that was just me. You mentioned that you've, you know, you like to travel, you were able to have these experiences. And so what influenced you to start a travel company? 
I ended up getting taking this, uh, it was called a job readiness program. And it was offered by my local center for the visually impaired, which, you know, after becoming blind, we learned of all these services, literally in, in the next town that we had no idea even existed. I ended up doing this job readiness program and I had did it so that it would, the whole, the whole point in me doing this job readiness program was to get an internship at some local businesses. From that, it was, it, we met with, you know, like the counselors and stuff and, and they got idea of what we were interested in. And there, the only two things that I could think to tell them, you know, when talking about interest was, one was was travel, the other was radio. And, mm. and so they ended up getting me an internship at a local AM radio station where I ended up working on the uh, morning drive show. I did that for like three months. Absolutely amazing. Love that to death. It was so awesome. Sat in the studio with the guys, talked about local political issues and, and just, you know, it was, oh my goodness, it was so much fun. But then the other one was they got me an internship at a local travel agency. And at that time, you know, even though me and my family had traveled all growing up, we never used a travel agent. I didn't even, I honestly, I didn't even know what they did, you know, but I just mm -hmm. knew in talking to them, hey, I'm into travel. You know, and as I always said, like <laughs> I grew up watching the, uh, the uh, who was, it? I think Samantha Brown, Girl Meets Hawaii on the Travel yes. Channel. And so that's I what I was like, too. I'm like, I want to be the next Samantha Brown. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, I think we all did. And right? so, so that got me where I did an internship at a uh, travel agency. They focused on, they just did cruises, but it gave me an opportunity to see this business. And, and, you know, as, as I like to say, you know, if I had it my way, I'd be traveling all the time. But the next uh, best thing is for me to get to plan other people's vacations. And so that opened the door. I, I did this internship. It was had enjoyed it, you know, but at the end of it, you know, they weren't in a position to hire anybody. So I was kind of back at square one until I found out about this whole thing of, of starting my own business. And so that's where back, I think it was January of 2013, I opened the doors to my own home-based travel agency. That's amazing. And I mean, lucky that you had those programs so close to you and, you know, were able to get internships into things that could try out and it sounds like they were a good fit it's funny that you really enjoyed the radio and now you have your own podcast which I think is wonderful that's exactly it when it came time to name my podcast I'm like you know what I think I need to combine it. I need to just do like the call letters of like you know do like add W and then do all my initials like WKJL radio <laughs> right. you know so. you a little homage to the exactly yeah, yeah. Okay. but but no that that's what I think it is it is very cool I think a very kind of this uh neat ironic you know irony of life is is now here I have basically a recording studio set up in my house right. it's like full circle um, it is. So I'm sure listeners are going to be curious about, you know, how does that work? Like, how does, how does being blind and then you're planning their trips, you know, how, how does that actually, how does that play out? That honestly is, is a, is an answer that I'll say it comes back to two different things. And the first is the power of technology. 
Um, thank goodness, as I like to say, I went blind in a era where technology is amazing. And it even even from from the time when I went blind to today, the advancements in technology of assistive technology are absolutely amazing. And so I do, I so I literally run my entire travel agency from either my laptop computer um, or my Apple iPhone. Um, so my Apple iPhone, um, it's actually something on all Apple products. They have a built-in accessibility tool called VoiceOver. And so literally you just go into your, your settings, you turn on VoiceOver and it now makes the phone 100% accessible to somebody who's blind. And it's really amazing because literally you just, as you're running your finger over the screen, it's telling me everything. You know, it's telling me, you know, oh, text messages. I double tap on the text messages, opens it up. I can type out a message. You know, it's amazing. Um, same thing. It's kind of the same thing how it works on my laptop computer. I have a program called JAWS installed and it makes the entire computer accessible. So that's where, you know, I mean, I have, you know, where everybody else may bust out a notepad and take down notes, you know, instead I just have Word documents and I have, you know, file folders on, on my desktop, you know, for all my different clients. And, you know, and, and I utilize the whole, you know, client, you know, um, CRM system, you know, for managing all my trips and stuff. So, so technology is, is on the one hand, you know, what, what kind of makes it possible. Um, the other hand is, is the part that I say makes me unique is the fact that I do see the world different than everyone else. And, and, you know, and that's a big thing for me is the fact that, you know, when, when I travel, it's not about just going somewhere based on pretty pictures. It's based on like, what's the place actually feel like, you know, is it, you know, and so when I'm working with my clients, you know, especially like I do a lot with, you know, either honeymooners or, or those kind of finally taking those like big bucket list, you know, vacation, you know, and, and so it's, it's a big trip for them and they're wanting it to be really special. And so it's awesome for me to get a chance to really dive in and get to know my clients, which again, I think, I think I have a leg up on that for the fact that it's easier to connect with somebody I feel on a deeper, more intimate level, talking to them when you don't have a visual distraction. When, when somebody calls me up or I get on a call with them, I have no idea what they look like. And so my mind doesn't have that opportunity to go ahead and form opinions about, ooh, do they look like a client who's gonna wanna cruise on this particular cruise line? You know, I don't have that. It takes me actually getting to know them you know, to, to understand what they're looking for. And, you know, and so I think that's a big thing for me is, is just having the opportunity to, to get to know my clients on a deeper level and then be able to match them up with a destination that I feel will fit for them. And, um, you know, and so, and I think that's, you know, a cool thing for me is, is I like to say, sometimes I feel like I see the world a little bit better than those with perfect vision because I find that so many times, you know, I'll be somewhere with, with, you know, I don't know, family member or whatever. And afterwards I'll say something and they're like, oh, what, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, didn't you notice like those handrails? They were super like sticky, you know, like, you know, like the varnish, they had too much varnish on them. You know what I mean? It's like, like little things like that, that I, that I pick up on. And, and where I, you know, sometimes I'm like, are, can you guys see or what? Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> 
who's blind here, you know? Well, yeah, it sounds like when you take the sight aspect away, it kind of frees your mind to use that, that energy that you would put towards processing the visual. It sounds like it just transfers it to listening and feeling and, and just, you know, so you're able to perceive things just on a different level. It just shifted to the other senses. Exactly. That's not to say that when, when I'm traveling or, or even just in real life that I don't want to know what stuff looks like also, you know, I mean, I, and, and that's where, you know, I may ask, you know, you know, whoever I'm with, you know, oh, you know, well, you know, what are we looking out at, you know, describe the scenery to me. But I have found, and I feel like it's just, again, advancements in, in, in coming to own this life that I live now is that I find that I, I ask those questions less and less. And sometimes I even sometimes feel like I, I've started getting a little bit annoyed when people start describing stuff to me. Cause I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, can you just be quiet? Like, I don't <laughs> care about what color those cows are. I'm, I'm just taking in, you know, the feel, the breeze in the air. I'm listening to them run. You know what I mean? It's like I said, I'm, I see the world through all my other senses, you know? And so, and, and like I said, and, and used to, I didn't do that. I wanted to know all the details, but now it's like, like I said, my brain is is becoming more and more adapt to this life where, you know, it paints the picture for me. And so I was going to ask you if there are any places that you consider to be like, like top three destinations um, that you think people should visit. You know, I've, I've been on a lot of cruises and so I visited a lot of islands, um, but I did travel to Jamaica, which I fell in love with. Um, and I've had a lot, a lot of honeymoon couples who've been to Jamaica and they love it. So that's that's always one of my go-to, you know, recommendations um, for people mm-hmm. is Jamaica. Based based a lot on just the people of Jamaica. Um, the, they're just amazing, you know, people they are, their attitude, their carefree, no worries kind of lifestyle, I think is just super awesome. So so that's one of my, you know, my big go-tos. Um then, you know, another one, Ireland is huge. Um, I just think Ireland it has so much to offer both, you know, in like the, the city and outside of the city and just, you know, th- there's a lot of clients who, you know, want to do Europe and stuff and they, you know, the the European, you know, river cruises and whatnot. But I don't know. I, I, I found that for for the clients I've worked with, I've had a lot of people who any trips to Ireland, they've just come back and just felt like it was just the trip of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And um, and I guess if I have to say a number three big time, um, well, we'll go somewhere totally kind of different than either of those and we'll do Iceland. Um, oh. Yeah, and that is just one of the top bucket list destinations for myself. And, um, and I just think, you know, again, it has so many of these just amazing experiences and, um, you know, that, and, and, and that's big for me um, with traveling and, and, and planning vacations is getting away from so much focus on a destination or a particular resort, hotel, and instead okay. focusing on the experience that you want to have when you're there, you yes. know, and, and because I feel like, I mean, I mean, it's awesome to go and, you know, focus on having that amazing resort or whatever, but if you're going to travel all that way, you got to get outside of the resort and you got to experience the destination. 
so much of where we travel is to see things, but it's so much more about like what, like you're saying, the experience and talking to someone or, um, you know, being by the ocean and hearing the waves, or there's just so many different aspects that play into travel. And I wonder if you could talk about that a little bit. I think you had a cab ride um, that was particularly memorable. And I, I just thought that was a great story. Hey, explorers, we'll get back to the show in just a moment, but I wanted to take just a few seconds to invite you to the free workshop that I created. It's called The Three Secrets to Starting Your Successful Podcast. Now it's all about helping you to start your dream podcast so that you can share your voice and expand your business. If you want to join, just go to explorerandyou.com. It's totally free. All right, friend, back to the show. It was one of the... Uh only like fam trips that I've done with like a group of other travel agents. And, and that mm-hmm. was a few years ago. And I had went with just a, it was a small group of us and we went to Jamaica and it was, it was a big trip for me in the fact that it was the first time I had ever traveled anywhere by myself without like my family with me, um, you know? And so, so that was big. And and I didn't even realize, I don't think until very, like almost recently, I was talking to somebody and they're like, you know, Kevin, they're like, I bet the reason why that trip stands out in your mind so much is because you did it alone. And I'm like, mm. I'm like, ooh, I'm like, you know what? I think you're on to something. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so that trip, so I had traveled to, to Jamaica. We had uh, went and Anyways, on one of the days of the trip, we had went and we were touring all the different resorts all over that, you know, area of Jamaica. And so we had left early that day and we had, you know, our driver, you know, set up with the tour bus and stuff. And, and so we went, well, it was a long day and I had gotten to know our driver and he was super awesome, local to Jamaica. And I'm telling you, Everybody else, I mean, they were loving the different resorts we were going to. And I had finally gotten to this point. I'm like, okay, this resort, it's not really one that I know I would want to send clients to. So I'm like, you know what? I'm tired. I'm just going to sit in the bus. Really, it was so that I could talk to the driver. And so, so me and him, I mean, we hit it off. And I was like, I just thought how awesome it was that how much I learned about the local life there in Jamaica and how they... You know, he, he talked all about it, cracked me up, his love for cooking stuff in the pressure cooker. And I'm like, I'm like the pressure cooker. I'm like, I ain't heard of a pressure cooker since my great grandmother in North Carolina. <laughs> and, so, and so, you know, he talked to me all about that. And, and, and what was really cool, though, was, was at the end of the day, we ended our last resort was um, Hyatt Ziva and Hyatt Zalara. And we did one of the, uh, it was the, we ate at the chef's table that night for dinner and the, the chef's table was set up. And so I forget how many courses it was, but every course the chef brought out that, that, you know, particular course. And he described the whole entree to you and told you all about it, how he prepared it. And it just made for this amazing experience. Well, the guy who, who I had traveled to Jamaica with, who had set up everything, he invited our driver to come eat with us. And, and mm. the driver, he was, he was reluctant at first. And, 
you know, and, and, you know, the guy I was with, he's like, come on, man. He's like, you've been with us all day. He's like, I know you're hungry. He's like, please, you know, it would be our pleasure. And so I sat next to him throughout the dinner and I'm telling you, it was so awesome because getting to sit there and, you know, this man who me and him are from completely different worlds, yet we're sitting there together eating this food that for both of us, it was a little bit more foo-foo than we normally would eat. And, and we just had this amazing experience. And honestly, out of that whole trip, you know, besides for all the different, you know, amazing five-star, you know, all-inclusive resorts we had stayed at or the things we had done, it was that opportunity to get to connect with somebody, a local person. And I felt like that was my first opportunity. It was the first time that I had really traveled outside the country in a way of, of getting to, you know, interact with, you know, the local people. And it just, I don't know, it really kind of did something for my mindset and kind of brings you back to put things into perspective of how, how, you know, is different is, is all the people of the world may, may look, may be at the end of the day, we're just people. And, you know, and I just think, I don't know, I just thought it was a, an awesome, like just little quick example of the power of travel, you know, and, and, and the connection that it can have and the impact it can have on your life. Yeah, the power of travel to see the world through someone else's perspective, right? Exactly. And you can only kind of get that if you're put yourself in situations where you are interacting with people who live their yep. you know day-to-day lives and not necessarily like behind the walls of the resort. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, you know, and I, I think that's why I personally feel like that's why like things like Airbnb and stuff have become so hugely popular is the fact that it's not just a place to stay. It gives you an opportunity to live like a local of that destination. Yeah, I, that's how I like to travel is Airbnbs primarily because I feel like there's too much distance from me and the place that I'm visiting when I'm in a hotel and usually, you know, hotels are in touristy areas. And so I think a lot of us are looking for that like authentic experience. What advice would you give someone who is blind or maybe just worried about like accessibility and who's like hesitant to travel and get out there? How would you encourage them to start or where should they start? I think the biggest thing, and I think it, it, it obviously definitely, you know, depends on what your your disability is, what your needs are. Um, I mean, if you're somebody who who I know another travel agent who she's she's in a wheelchair. And and so her needs are far greater, you know, and, and different than what I look for and what you know I need and require. Um, and so I mean sounds like an infomercial call a travel agent but you know i do i do definitely recommend <laughs> if if you know if at all possible definitely you know maybe work with a travel agent who you know maybe specializes in accessible travel um other than that you know i mean as far as for somebody you know speaking for somebody who's blind like myself um you know i think i think a big thing is is doing your research youtube is incredible um to get 
tours of resorts, hotels, you know, that otherwise you're not going to get just from looking at their website, um, you know, to, to understand, you know, the how many stairs and what it's like walking around a resort, you know, because because that's something that, you know, some of these resorts that you go to, especially like in the Caribbean and stuff, I mean, they can be pretty intense with all the different stairs and the winding walkways and, you know, and, and so if, you know, mobility issues are a concern, you know, that might be something that, you know, you need to look into, um, you know, and then, you know, food, food allergies and stuff, that's, I guess, fortunately, something that's, you know, become much more apparent. And so it's much more common, I think, nowadays to, to be able to find places that, you know, make, you know, accommodations and stuff for people. Um, but I think, I think it's just the fact that no matter what your situation is, you have to be your own advocate. And so whether it's you planning the trip or you are, you're there is, you know, sometimes, you know, don't be rude, don't be nasty, but sometimes you just have to be like, Hey, can I get some help? Like, this isn't right. I, you know, I just need help with this. And, um, you know, and just being polite and asking for help sometimes goes a long way. So. Sure. Yeah. And YouTube, that's a great suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> I have thought about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's perfect. Cause like I said, I mean, websites and stuff are great, but the fact is, I mean, you know, YouTube is a thing where, you know, you've got people, it's not just a written review where, you know, somebody can, you know, write something, but they're actually there, you know, at the resort or destination showing it to you. And so, you know, for, from somebody, you know, from my perspective, I mean, no, obviously I can't see the YouTube video, but I'm listening to it, you know, listening to them talking and listening to the sounds. Um, so yeah, right. so it, it's a huge resource. And then, so what's one takeaway that you want listeners to come away with when it comes to your story um, or around travel? I think the biggest thing is to just remind yourself that, you know, life is worth living and none of us have tomorrow guaranteed. And, you know, especially with like, you know, last year, what that did to us is, is it showed all of us how fast everything that we've ever known can come to a halt. And, you know, and that's something that when, when I went blind, when I woke up and opened my eyes and I couldn't see at that moment, it gave me this realization that, that, you know, don't take things for granted. And so if you're given the chance, if you have an opportunity to do something that you've always wanted to do, just do it. Stop making excuses, coming up with, you know, reasons why worrying about the future. I think that's something that all of us can probably uh, can, you know, be reminded of is stop worrying about what's going to happen, what could possibly happen. And instead, just book the trip and go on vacation. Life's always better on vacation. <laughs> Yes. I love it. Yes. yes. Just book the darn vacation. Yes. And, and, and th this is coming from a guy who literally last night booked his, his uh, flights on Southwest for a trip in November to Jamaica with my, with my mom and sister, where me and my sister will be celebrating our, my, I'll be turning 35. She'll be turning 40. So so yeah, so we're Fantastic. super excited. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're living out your advice. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and and I and I and I made sure when when we were looking at the different fares, I'm like, nope, we are not booking that non-refund. We're the refundable stuff. I'm like, because we're going. I'm like, I said, I'm like, oh, that's a good trick. You know, yeah, I'm like, don't, don't be giving yourself an app. Yeah, I made sure. Yeah, you know, because I made sure it, it's you know, if we needed to cancel, then it can just be transferred to a different date within a year. But that way, you know, because it's just it's so easy sometimes. You know, if we get ourselves an out, like, okay, oh, well, you know what? No, 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 I'm feeling a little uncomfortable. We'll just, you know, cancel this and get all our money back. No, 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 no. I like that. Okay, so just book the darn trip and make sure it's not refundable. <laughs> like, exactly. When, when they ask, oh, okay. do you want the refundable rate? Nope. I'm going on this No, trip. thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is happening. That's right. That's right. Can you tell me where listeners can find out more about you? Of course. So, um, so you can check out my podcast and blog. And so the name of that is the lowdown with Kevin Lowe. Um, of course, if you're interested in, uh, you know, having a blind guy as your travel agent, you can always head over to betterdaystravel.com. And, uh, both of those, uh, you know, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and, and, you know, definitely hit, Hit up the podcast, um, you know, wherever you listen, you know, just by searching for The Lowdown with Kevin Lowe. So it's The Lowe, L-O-W-E, space down with Kevin Lowe. Awesome. Yes, I listened to a few episodes and I really enjoyed them. So I like to end my interviews by asking my guests to share their most meaningful travel experience. Because there's, there's one that stands out in my mind more than any other. And that was on a, it was me, my mom, my sister. We had done, did a seven-night um, Caribbean cruise on Carnival. And one of the stops was in Puerto Rico. We had had booked all of our excursions, you know, through Carnival Cruise Line. And one of those was in Puerto Rico to do a visit to the rainforest. And so we, we, you know, load on the bus, get off the cruise ship, we get on the big, you know, tour bus and head up into the mountains of the rainforest. Well, you know, I can remember us getting in and the first stop was like a lookout point. Woohoo for the blind guy, a lookout point. <laughs> after, after we did that little stop, we, we continued up into, to, you know, the, the higher up into the mountain. And up at the top, the bus driver had told us that he would drop us off. And it was a, basically a hike through the rainforest. And it was a nice, like it was a paved pathway, but, and I can't remember how long it was. It was a, it was a pretty good hike through the rainforest. And, you know, he said he would pick us up, you know, at the other parking lot. Well, at the time I had been having some issues with one of my legs. And so we had made the decision, me and my mom and my sister, that we would probably skip out on doing the hike. Just afraid that maybe with, with the issue with my leg and just not wanting to slow down everybody else in the group, you know, so we decided, you know, we'll just mill around the parking lot, you know, and just, you know, find our own little things to do. Well, everybody had gotten off the bus. Well, the, the bus driver, he saw that we, we weren't going and he asked, you know, he's like, is everything okay? And so my mom, you know, had told him, you know, what we were doing. And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, let me, let me go with you. He said, I will guide him. And so we're like, what? He's like, yes. He's like, I insist. So literally the, the bus driver, he, he, he ends up parking the bus. He gets out and, and I went, we call it going like sighted guide. And that's where I hold on to somebody's arm with my one hand. I have my cane and the other, 
Well, he didn't even want me to like walk with my mom or sister. He guided me and we did the hike through the rainforest. And it was so amazing. The fact that this guy took the time to do this and he walked with me and he knew, you know, and, and of course, you know, they tell, you know, everybody, you know, do not get off the pathways, don't touch the, you know, the plants, you know, don't, you know, mess with the wildlife, you know, well, well, he knew, you know, that I wouldn't get anything out of it. And so he would literally be, we'd be walking, he'd be like, oh, hold on. And he'd reach over and he'd pull down a limb so that I could feel the leaves. And he'd tell me what kind of tree it was and let me feel the texture of the leaves. And then, and then all of a sudden you'd hear a certain birds start singing and he'd stop and he'd start and he'd explain to me what those birds looked like and, and what kind they were. And it made for this amazing experience, all from wow. a guy just taking the time to show some care, some compassion. And so at the end of that hike, I got back and to me, I saw that rainforest just as much as everyone else did. All because that guy, he took the time to let me see it the way that I needed to. And it was just amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing for the fact of it kind of combined everything we've talked about today in one in one experience is the fact that I got to, to get outside and got to experience the destination. I got to interact and, and mingle with a local, you know, and, and just got to be with people and, and do something outside of my comfort zone. And it just it, it, it was the highlight of that entire trip. That is for certain. Oh, I love that story. And it's um, a reminder that what might seem like a small act of kindness to one person, you know, can have a huge impact. It's good for us to just remember, like it's our little, the little things that we do and just paying attention and being thoughtful. So I'm glad that you had that experience. It was making me smile when you're describing it. It goes a long way just to be, just to, just to be nice and genuine and and, you know, at the end of the day, it's, you know, as they say, it's, it's the little things that mean the most. I want to thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your unique experience with us. Thank you for having me. It was a blast. Thanks for listening to the Explorer and You podcast. Don't worry, we have a new episode every week. Subscribe so you don't miss it. And don't forget to visit explorerandyou.com for more inspiration and tips. If you want to share the love, you're welcome to send this podcast to others. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next time.